The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water, Water Life Science. Water Life Science is going to be in your everyday life and the not-too-far future to be able for you to have an application every day to include for your health, for everyone worldwide, a new lifestyle. And that new lifestyle, as you will get up every morning, you're going to think about the water vapor that you're living in. And that water vapor is your humidity, your atmosphere that keeps you alive from the moment you're born, keeps all of Earth alive. You will take a breath of that and breathe in through the nose, and exhale through the mouth like a filtering system because you were sleeping all night. So you breathe in through the nose, through the mouth, and exhale that and filter the body after sleeping. You're going to learn how important it is that the earth has its nourishment with water. The rain comes down. And many people don't know that for billions of years, that water vapor was around the planet Earth with a fine mist of evaporation of moisture water loss before it got heavier with evaporation and had a big droplet drop called rain. That rain came down, and that's where we're at today. Without that rain coming out of that droplet of the water vapor, there'd be no earth. There'd be no life. You're made up of that water vapor. You're made up of water. Each of your organs has a certain percentage of water to live with. And you must learn that you have to drink. As soon as you get out of bed, you're going to take your breath of life, of exercise. Then you're going to also go get a glass of water and drink the whole thing all at once, room temperature or hot. Then you're going to think about your daily activity with your nutrition habits. To slow down that evaporation, you must learn to breathe properly, drink enough water, and then your nutrition cannot over-evaporate you to water loss. If you over-evaporate, you will have diseases to death. Moderate exercise is very important, and then you learn how to sleep is very important. Like, look at the earth. And people out there that are so environmental are so fascinating to me is they don't realize that when you're walking and living with the planet earth, notice its reaction to what I just said. How to breathe? It has to breathe, 
with the rest of the solar system. But it has to have that water vapor in the air to breathe. And it cannot be contaminated or it causes more evaporation. It has to have the rain. But look what they're doing to the water, what's happened with the water crisis worldwide. We are in a world water crisis. I am very disappointed and very disturbed and very upset that all these people that had these positions would not take serious our world water that is so important for our lives to be productive and to be healthy and the water vapor of the air because the water on the planet, the fresh water, assists the water vapor so the water vapor doesn't over-evaporate to cause less humidity, atmosphere, and the air for us to breathe and for your body to breathe and for all life to live. That's how serious this is. And that's this show. We've been bringing on guests for 10 years, bringing, uh, and they're doing their evaluations and research and, and discoveries, scientists and physicians and authors of books that have studied upside and down the other, all these things I've been talking to you about for 10 years. But today, we have a Dr. Paul Blake. He's a naturopath, and he had cancer many years ago, and he decided to cure it, his direction, and he did it. And he's going to teach us a lot today. Dr. Blake is in Thailand, so we're going to go to him here in a minute. We'll have our sponsor real quickly. Nature's Tears I Missed is the only supplement of the trade secret water of tissue culture grade of water worldwide, owns patents all over the world in dry eye, and what causes your eyes to vision impairment? The dryness. The surface of your eye is 99% water. It's not an eye drop. It's not saline solution. Both of those product compounds cause an irritation to a dehydration, over-evaporation of the eye. You need to supplement every day the eyes. Whether you think you are feeling dry or not, learn to supplement the eyes automatically every day as you do other things to take better care of your health. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature Shares Eye Mist, and we'll be back with Dr. Blake. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Thank you. 
listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Blake, are you with us? Yes, I am, Sharon. Well, thank you you for joining us, and I guess it's 12 midnight in Thailand right now, and I wanted the audience to know you're in Thailand, and uh, it's 12 midnight. That's it. We're about uh, 14 hours ahead of you there. Right, and uh, an hour behind China and that part of the world. Yes. Now, tell Uh, us about uh, living in Thailand. I could read your bio. But tell us about yourself and um, in Thailand. Okay. I moved here about, uh, about eight years ago. Um, I had actually consulted with a lady in a little town called Petchaboon, and it was about her son. He was having, uh, they wanted to operate on his eyes because he had one eye that was wandering. And I knew a little trick, and I told her about the trick. You tie a ball or a, even a piece of paper to a string, hang it, and then you put a little band-aid or something over the good eye, and then you tell the boy, I'm going to give you a prize every time you hit that uh, ball. And so he starts swinging at the ball, and his eye will gradually get stronger and stronger until it equals the good eye, and then they'll match up. And the lady wanted to email back and forth with me, and uh, that went on for a while, didn't work out, and then I talked to a friend of hers, and uh, a friend and I got along very well, and we became pen pals and talked a few times on the phone. And then one day I came out here and met her, and uh, not long after that, we got married. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, how you became a naturopath many years ago when you had, did, when you had cancer yourself, and you decided you were going to work, study and work at trying to cure your cancer. Tell the audience about that. Um, I was in my 40s, just getting into my mid-40s, and I noticed a lot of physical problems. Uh, I was a little bit into health, but not not very deeply. And uh, backaches and uh, joint problems, arthritis in my lower spine, in my knees. I was doing uh, plastering work, which is very physically demanding and you're in water a lot. And uh, then I uh, also started losing energy. It was like I had to force myself to move to do things. And I thought, this is not right. There's something wrong here. Something's going on that doesn't fit. Because I've always, I just earned a black belt the year before in karate. And uh, I always was into fitness. So I, was, I went to an acupuncturist, uh, and she looked me over, and she, she suggested some herbs and some treatments, and it helped a little bit. It really didn't, uh, didn't help me turn the corner on the energy. It was just gone. 
And I think today it would be uh, chronic fatigue, which is what I had. And uh, so I, uh, not long after that, I started getting, gradually getting symptoms of a urinary tract problem. And I thought maybe it was an infection, and so I was taking vitamin C and other things to help with that. But it didn't get better, it got worse. It just gradually got worse and worse, and so did the back problem, right along with it. And I finally went to, uh, well, just before that, I I was talking to my parents about it, and my mother said, did you know that your grandfather on your father's side died of prostate cancer? I said, I didn't know that. I knew he died of cancer, but I didn't know his prostate, and I went, uh-oh. So I made an appointment at uh, Newport Beach uh, Cancer Center on Coast Highway and went down there for a test. And they said, yes, there's something there. And they wanted me to come back for treatments and that. And uh, I just said, I was, at the time, and the construction work had slowed down. I didn't have insurance. So I thought, I'll give uh, natural healing some tries and take a real good look at it. And uh, I looked at Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic, and I was studying all kinds of books. I started getting things in the mail, and I got uh, one from uh, a naturopathic doctor that uh, really hit hit a home run for me. He described everything that was going on and where it came from. And I used his protocol, and it took a lot of work. It was like... It's almost 24. It's like yeah, I took on a second job. Lots of cleansing, right. lots of detoxing. Yes. Yeah, you, uh, it is. Sorry. It is. People have to study. And it is, uh, 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 it's a lamp oil job because you've got to study, study, study. But people don't realize, doctor, you're not only going to be studying, thinking, and new ideas of the things you were describing that you needed to learn to do, but you have to study yourself. You have to learn to get to know how you pick so that you'll be able to work with the new new thinking of how to, you're going to be able to uh, challenge the symptoms and try to remove them slowly and surely one at a time. Uh, do you agree with me? Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree 100%. There's, I think what's... There's a to me. There's a bit of communication going on, and if you're listening to it, it's from your body. It has some things to say to you, and right. it's been right. Hmm? That's a yes. rhythm in the body, and and it's the communication living uh, with our lives in the earth that we're living with. Um, okay, now I wanted to ask you. You did cure your cancer, and uh, now did you go mm-hmm. to? You obviously went to a um, Western medicine doctor to uh, get get your diagnosis that you had cancer? Actually, I never went back. Uh, oh, but you did go. I, you did go to get the diagnosis. Yes, originally, I went to uh, Newport uh, Medical Center for a... It wasn't a full diagnosis. No, they didn't take any uh, biopsy or anything like that. They just told me there is something there, and uh, we need to get closer look at it. And I just never went mm-hmm. back because mm-hmm. what I found with natural just drew me right into it, and uh, 
and almost immediately I was getting relief. Now that's before uh, you became, before you went to uh, the medical school to become a naturopath. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started uh, fairly quickly while I was doing uh, the cleansing and detoxing. I was getting into I, I, my interest started being drawn to some naturopathic doctors like Dr. Bernard Jensen, John Ray Christopher. Mm-hmm. I started reading their uh, their books. I studied iridology uh, deeply, and I started uh, also study, uh, went into live blood. I didn't start. Mm-hmm. I did. I took up. Uh, I started studying with. Um, Oh, the College of Natural Healing in Warsaw, Indiana, Trinity, Trinity College of Natural Healing is where I started. And uh, I studied, I got my diploma from them in uh, 2004. Mm-hmm. But I was pra- now, practicing by, fairly... How long, how long did it take you to get yourself in remission that you believed was remission from the cancer? That happened, I was three months into juice fasting and doing a lot of techniques. It was uh, very intense. And I was getting results hand over fist. And I was so busy with work and with the working on myself that I didn't realize that all my symptoms had just stopped. It was like I was walking across the living room. Dr. Blake, what Pardon did you me? do before you what did you do before you became a doctor of natural medicine? Oh, I was uh, many things. Uh, let's see, I've been uh, I was in the Navy, I worked for the telephone company. Mm-hmm. Never really satisfied with different I would get into a job or a career and then mm-hmm. not happy. Mm-hmm. Uh policeman mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh I worked with my father in uh, contracting, construction contracting. And, so uh, you then, it was due to the fact that you found that you could put yourself in remission with the cancer, that you became, uh, you decided that you wanted to become a doctor of natural medicine. That happened, so suddenly the symptoms stopped. And I geared down the protocol a bit, and I had some cavity problems, some fillings that need to be taken care of. I went to a, a Dr. Merchef in Hudson Beach, and he took a look, and he, he said, amazing. He said, You're, you have problems here, and he says, they're old root canals. He said, but when I took the metal out, he said, you're... The nerves, they weren't fully root canals, they were, excuse me, they were, he was going to do root canals on three different teeth, and they had fillings in them. When he took the fillings out, he found that the nerves inside the teeth had built a barrier. He said he'd seen one other patient in his career that had this happen to them. And I walked out of the office, and it was like I was, uh, I was elated. I was beside myself. And I, that was the moment I decided I was going to be an naturopathic doctor. Okay. Now you're in Thailand, and your everyday practice in Thailand, and in, in naturopathic 
homeopathic medicine uh, has been for how long? Uh, probably uh, practicing. I actually started practicing almost immediately after the cancer was gone because I had been studying iridology and I was helping some people with with problems that I could see mm-hmm. through their eyes and giving them the same advice I was given. Mm-hmm. And I gradually kept increasing. So I started the but real clinical practice twenty. It's been about 20 years of real clinical practice in mm-hmm. um, Lake Elsinore, California. Okay. Well, I've now, working for um, people daily in an office. Right, right. Now, I noticed that you had some very fascinating valuations here on uh, iridology. Um, how yeah. did you come to the discovery of this Iridology. It was reading what Bernard Jensen wrote, a wonderful writer, and just like the first doctor MD that I went to, his name was Dr. Richard Schultz, by the way. It was like rang a bell inside me, a bell rang when I would read his work, and so and I found it fascinating. And I found that I would always tell the client immediately, don't tell me anything. I don't want to know anything that's going on with you as far as disease. I'm going to tell you, and then let's see if we agree or not. And I would do that, and I used his books, and I studied. uh, I took a course. uh, What's his name? Uh, Naturopathic doctor, also chiropractor. And I can't think of his name off the top of my head. <laughs> but I've taken a course with him, iridology, I'll think of it in a bit. Senior moment at 12 midnight. <laughs> but uh, I loved it. And I I could not believe that how accurate it was. It was always right on the money. And one of the most impressive uh times when I used it was a man who uh, he came with his uh, mother and his aunt and his uncle and uh, his father and he was upset he didn't even want to be there I took a photograph of his eye now uh, for the listeners a doctor Blake can understand what you're what you're describing to to us right now yeah, this is the, the, the patient came to you for iridology. Yes. Okay, and you want to explain before you go any further what that description is to the audience. What is that? What is the uh, education that we must have to understand what iridology is? It's it's pretty simple. God doesn't put anything in the body or, or no part of the body is without a, its its value. And one of the most valuable things is is your eyes. We you know that, of course, eyesight. But when you're looking the other way at the eye itself, there are the, uh, you have the pupil and then outside the pupil, you have that colored part of your eye. Those are nerve fibers. And there are hundreds of thousands of them. They're like cables. Excuse me. And when you those those 
different fibers go everywhere into your body and brain. And if something disturbs the fiber, either uh, uh, infection or even things like amputation or uh, operations, uh, genetic weaknesses will all show up in the iris. Those nerves move around and they'll get, they can get dark. Colors can show up. Uh, the pupil can get flat on one side. If, if you've had an accident, possibly a neck accident, that you injure your neck or your head. Um, even the white part of your eye shows things that are going on in your body. It's just a, it's a perfect window. And one of the men, uh, Przinsky was his name, who discovered this, was comparing what he saw in eyes with what he saw in the body of, of uh, people who had died. Passed now, on. What, but we have to take one moment for our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with Just a Mist. The surface of your eye is 99% water. Guess what happens when an eye drop touches it or you're having emotional problems or stress-related exhaustion to the eyes and fatigue and dry. That's called dry eye, over-evaporation of the eye. Nature's Terrace Eye Mist is the only product worldwide to be able to supplement the surface of the eye with just a mist endorsed by thousands of ophthalmologists physicians and universities throughout the United States and owns patents all over the world by scientists awarding it the ability to be able to go out and study more. We're going to listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Dr. Blake. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. We have now Dr. Blake back again. We had a little problem in between the United States of America and Thailand. Doctor, thank you for uh, coming back again. Uh, now, tell us, you were telling us, did you know I have been studying the eye with the medical field throughout the world for many, many, many years and what I do? My field is studying the dehydration of the body living with the water vapor, uh, causing an over-evaporation to all life and uh, of water loss. 
and the human mm-hmm. eye organ is 99% water at the surface connected to the brain and the womb at the same breath and moment. So I'm following you, but um, with, with we, that's why I wanted to bring up the ideology of uh, what doctor did you study under or work with on this evaluation? You told me the name, yep. and can you spell that doctor's yep. name for me? No. Yep. The one doctor, doctor I studied under was Dr. Jack Richardson. Richardson, Dr. Jack Richardson. Richardson. Okay. Yeah. Is it Richard Dunn? Yeah, Richard Dunn. Jack Richardson. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Okay, and then you had another doctor that you said you started out with. Yeah. What was the name of the that doctor you Pris- said you... That's Brzezinski. How do you spell Brzezinski? P-R-E-Z-E-N-S-K-Y, I think is the spelling. Trezinski? If you look up... Uh, uh, now, I'm sorry to interrupt history. you, Dr. Blake. Uh, Dr. Blake, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but does that start with what letter? A P or a T? Yes, P. P is in Paul. P. Przezinski. Okay. If you look up the history, if you look up the history of iodology, his would be one of the first name names will come mentioned. Up. Okay. Okay, now the theory, I'm yeah. following the theory, I'm following the evaluation of this because we're learning more all the time that uh, the yes. human eye organ is definitely showing a lot of the symptoms and uh, the, uh, the body's reaction to living with the water in the atmosphere. And uh, well, mm-hmm. I'll tell you where I come from. As you know... The planet Earth was surrounded by water vapor for billions of years before, and it was evaporating to a mist living with the solar system. But all of a sudden, the water vapor of the atmosphere, of the air all around the planet Earth, began to evaporate a heavier droplet of rain. So when rain started coming down, that's where we're at today. But we still live on the planet Earth with the greatest influence is the water vapor of the air we're all living with from birth. And the baby left the mother's sack of water and came to the water vapor. And the water vapor is living with the human all life. But the life of, of that life at the moment it began, began an evaporation of water loss. Because it's not living in a sack of water, but it is living with a water vapor. When the eyelid opens, Dr. Blake, that is when that 99% water and those nerve endings you're talking about in the eye, those fibers, Mm -hmm. I'm calling them nerve endings, nerve fibers, Mm -hmm. began to react like a battery an electric charge to the vapor of the air, the water vapor. There are no two eyes alike, fingerprints, and more. All life on Earth relates 
and lives with that water vapor uniquely different. So when you're uh, discussing what you learned and, and what you practiced with individuals, now, when you were talking about that reaction to the eye following the um, uh, exercise of the person who had a lazy eye, let's say. Mm-hmm. In the United States, yeah. there's a, there's a, it's not in the medical field, but it's out in the therapeutic. It's called rapid eye technology. Have you ever heard of it before? You could look it up. I've had it on my show, the one of the founders of it, and it definitely should be in the medical practice. Of course, it's not yet. And, uh, and what I do, I'm the first to be in the medical field with what I do with 100% water. And I'm the founder of Nature's Tears Eye Mist. It's an eye mist to supplement the eyes to slow down that evaporation. And many years ago, mm-hmm. the medical field asked me if I would study the evaporation of the eyes to blindness, vision impairment to blindness. I did. And they asked me if I would put on the market a supplementation to the surface of the eye. So I follow you and I understand after many years of study myself and the thousands of ophthalmologists and physicians and surgeons that work with me in the medical field, uh, we're the first holistic medicine to be in the medical field the way we are. So I follow you. Now, on other practices you have, on uh, what you've been learning, on what have you been learning about breathing? Because, Dr. Blake, I've learned that if people don't learn to do breathing exercises, that their, their health symptoms are not going to be improved the way they would think. That people have to every day learn how to breathe that water vapor of the air. Have you done any study mm-hmm. on that or any practice? Yes, I have a couple points. One, interesting that I had uh, an ophthalmologist talking about the eye and uh, how it deteriorates. He said, and it comes right with water, plumbing problem. He says eye problems are plumbing problems because things get plugged up. And as far as the breathing goes, I do teach... uh, a yogic breathing practice I encourage uh, people to use uh, whenever they have any disease, especially cancer, to get uh, oxygen going into the system. And uh, water and all uh, all liquids, I, uh, in, well, I was told, at least a gallon a day. And that's what I tell everybody, at least a gallon a day. When it's flowing out of your ears, that's about enough. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> right. No, no, no. They have um, been finding that uh, throughout the world, and that magic number, if drinking a gallon of water a day can begin to detoxify you, and and, and you you release more uh, toxins through the skin every day than you flush the toilet. So people have to realize that when you have a symptom. You have to increase the, the water, but you can't add any ingredients to it because that would block the absorption. 
people have to relearn yeah. to drink the glass of water all at once. Don't just sip it. Mm-hmm. And uh, exactly that's, what I do. That's, first day in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, that with. With nutrition now, what have you been teaching your uh, patients in Thailand? What is the best diet to keep yourself cleansed and detoxified and have a better nutrition? What have you been teaching there in Thailand? Um, I, I encourage them, if they don't become vegetarian, at least 70% of their uh, diet is produce, raw produce. There we go. And the other thing, yeah, you know, you know, people, you can't just throw them into the vegetarian, you know, they're just mm-hmm. not going to go. Mm-hmm. Now, in Thailand, what bar, is that? What, in Thailand, what are they, what produces do they eat? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't get to that. In, in, in Thailand, Thailand what kind of produce do uh-huh. they eat? What do you recommend? Oh, it's wonderful. Uh and, and many, like when it comes to potatoes, there's like a half a dozen different types, even a purple potato. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same with all, almost all the produce. Many different varieties. And the one that... And what about wonderful. kale? Is kale, do you eat kale in Thailand? Uh, I don't see kale here. Uh, lots of different mm-hmm. types of cabbage. Um spinach, um, beets. Their celery is totally different. It's long and slender. It's not like ours, mm-hmm. big and, you know, fat celery, mm-hmm. but it's delicious celery. It's strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, do, I do juicing every... Today is my juicing and uh, cleansing day. I do a cleansing detox to start the day off. Because mm-hmm. I'm 71, I figured once a week I got to Juice fast. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And what type? Um, of, how do, what, so, uh, what type of a? Tell us what you make for your juice. For your, um, what do you put in your juice? And tell us exactly how you do it, if you would. I love. To, I got a, a recipe of my own, but my wife takes care of the juice, and she just she knows that I like dark green leaf vegetables. I like uh, lots of celery, carrots, uh, at least one apple, because um, that's one the only food I. Well, there's a few fruit that will mix with vegetables. Apple is one. Um, uh, well, uh, that's about it. I'm, on my own, when I'm telling people to juice, I say carrots, celery, uh, parsley. Um, just some basic things and then to put in uh, those things that they like or they, uh-huh. uh, if they have a certain problem, I'm, I'll, I'll tell them, you know, like watermelon rind, you've got a kidney problem, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But, uh, and I get, you know, it's just a solid basic one with lots of curiosity and, and those vegetables and then what do, you, what do you think about, uh, have you done very much evaluation on beets? On beets? Beets. As far as studying them in detail, no. But as far as uh, great experiences with them, oh yeah. They're wonderful, mm-hmm. strong. Uh, mm-hmm. Get ready. 
I had a I had a, a, an unusual problem before I moved to Thailand. I was doing wide blood, and I would always check my own blood. And uh, I was checking my blood, and suddenly it got bad. I'm going, what the heck is wrong? Uh, and this went on for a few days, so I started doing a cleanse and detox. And it didn't seem to be changing anything, and then one night I thought, I'll have some beets. So I had some beet greens and beets in that uh, juicer, and I put in a, an anti-parasite uh, cleansing tincture in there with it. Next morning I got up, I had a light full glass of water, straight down, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I got a two-alarm emergency, I hope I can make it to the bathroom in time. And mm-hmm. I did, and I you know, just like always, a flush, put the lid down, and as I put in the lid down, I looked down in there, and there's this great big round worm, at least a foot long. So I had flushed, yeah, I had probably flushed a a bunch of them, and this one did not go with the rest. And this was after you moved to Thailand. This is after you moved to Thailand. This is no, this is before Thailand. This is USA. This is before you went to Thailand. Yeah, before Hmm. about uh, Mm -hmm. happened about a year before, Mm -hmm. and. uh, it was a real surprise because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I'm perfect. I don't have something like that. Because yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. I do cleanses and stuff all the time. I, I figured out where it came from. I had some stress going on, and I was working on somebody's trailer, and uh, it was a mess. Drug addict had lived in the thing with all his buddies, and I had to tear up carpet and all that stuff, and I think I bleed in some eggs while I was in that trailer pulling all that stuff out of it. And that's where that puppy came from. <laughs> I took it into my mm-hmm. yoga class. I was teaching yoga then in Tai Chi. I took it into my mm-hmm. class, and it was show and tell day for uh, parasites. How to, how to do with parasites. Huh. Now, um, tell me about... Top of my uh, list. Do you still, do, you, do, you still mm-hmm. do Tai Chi? Oh, sure, yeah. I do some... Uh, I, do breathing te- I do breathing techniques waiting for your callback. <laughs> Yeah. I do some bellows breath. I'm now in Tai Chi, going, you know? in Tai Chi, uh, I studied Tai Chi with grandmasters, and the, and the, uh, a, a person uh, who's been Dr. Effie Chow, and another one out of Canada, and then and with and Jack Ma in China, uh, the grandmasters yeah. of Tai wow. Chi, and uh, I wanted wow. to know then you understand why that breathing for thousands of years yes. has been uh, sadly not taught every day for everybody to learn. It should mm-hmm. be taught every... Yes. People should be practicing that inhaling and detoxifying. Pushing it through your mouth is like filtering your body out. And so uh, when you breathe in, that the Tai Chi becomes a cleanser and a, a therapy of living with the water vapor of the air, Dr. Blake. I studied that for four years, to what that's all about. That's wonderful. Why thousands of years ago they learned that that particular therapy is a life of living with the planet and being healthier, by far healthier, uh, is Tai Chi and Qigong. Yes, Yes, that that breathing is... uh, uh, 
well, I was doing Bevel's Breath before before we connected up. I do it with, uh, and then I pinch both ears. I cross my eyes, pinch both ears, hold my breath a bit to Mm -hmm. uh, balance the mind out. Mm-hmm. Now, in in Thailand, in Thailand, uh, nature paths. Um, now, in the United States, as you know, many years ago, a nature path was not as accepted as an everyday practice the way that it is now. In fact, my main doctor is a nature path. I go to a nature path for all this time, and if I would have a symptom, they send me to a doctor of other. Uh, uh, specialties, and then those tests go back mm-hmm. to my hub, my hub, my nature path. But in Thailand, is as nature's path very much accepted, and when uh, you get uh, people go to nature paths a lot too. They're more open to it because more you know, the heritage is you know is because of the thousands of years of holistic okay medicine yeah. education yeah. But Western medicine has pushed pretty strongly here. Uh, mm-hmm. I, my brother-in-law had a stroke, a hemorrhagic stroke, bad. Mm-hmm. He couldn't move. He couldn't pee. You know, he couldn't get up to do anything. And uh, I made some suggestions and nobody would listen. So, okay, go ahead. And pretty soon after changing his diapers for a couple of weeks, I realized I needed to talk to them, see if I had something to help them out. And I suggested uh, cayenne, B3, uh, get them on vegetables and you know, lots of water and all those things that uh, help clear them out. Cayenne mm-hmm. opens, uh, should have right. cayenne that day. But it, it opened them up enough where within uh, a few days he was able to use the bedpan and then within a week of taking the cayenne pills and the beef here and everything, he was starting to get up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. he takes care of himself completely. Mm-hmm. So now, a, what is the major in Thailand? Uh, what is the what are the symptoms that you're treating commonly? Oh, he, uh, actually, I don't treat any. Like, like I say, the Western medicine is in here real strong. Mm-hmm. You've got a, uh, the country is uh, run by a king and queen, it's, uh, and they listen to the king, and so uh, the king and the queen, and that's what they do. They go to Western medicine, so everybody does. So there are still what are the symptoms, and what, I see them. What are, a lot of, what are a lot of the symptoms that people have in Thailand? Most of the problems they're, they're having uh, are closely related to Western problems because all the same things are coming here that were in America. They're moving okay. over Western food, so they're just starting to see obesity show up, and mm-hmm. uh, they're starting to get into cancers and things like, like my brother-in-law having a stroke. So they're pretty much lockstep with the West. That's too bad. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dr. Blake, but is that because they changed yes. their diets now? They're not in as, to as much vegetables and easy digestible food. They've changed the diet. You think that's why this a is a lot of it is a change? You, are, you hit the nail on the head. 
I had to, my wife, when I first met her, she had a thyroid problem. It was obvious. It's, mm-hmm. You see it in her throat. And I mm-hmm. talked to her, she's on medication. Gradually, mm-hmm. without pu- I didn't, don't like to push, she started changing, changing her diet, and, and gradually worked her off the medicine. She takes herbs for it instead. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the thyroid had turned into a gorilla that was literally choking her some days. And that's mm-hmm. gone. Uh, so it it but she she like her whole family. I have talked to her every once in a while. I say, honey, you've got to eat some vegetables. Because right. she she'd be sitting there eating fish, white rice, and pork, and that's it. Fish, white rice, yeah. and pork. You can't do it. No. <laughs> no. So it's it's sad. I mean, it's now, very sad because we've we got a tradition. And you in Thailand, what is your water? Uh, uh, the values of your water. What is happening there with water? Is it clean? Do you have a lot of water? Are they c- concerned about a water crisis in Thailand at all? Uh, the, the, as far as amounts, everything's fine. As far as the amount, I can, I'm concerned with uh, uh, you know uh, herbicides and that. Uh, we get filtered water. We buy filtered water bottle bring it to us and I'm going to get a, uh, a separate filter uh, mm-hmm. pretty soon to bring in the house because uh, I just don't, can't trust it but with the country uh, leadership wants to go organic and uh, avoid the GMOs so that's good mm-hmm. news mm-hmm. And, uh, what are they, do- what are they doing about the- what are they doing Dr. Blake in Thailand about the crisis of water it, it, the big problem has been uh, too much clear-cutting of lumber. And so a lot of their water, they, they reach saturation point in the mountains and it starts running south. And mm-hmm. they, so they have problems with that kind of pollution where you, you're getting plastics and everything else are flowing downhill toward the south and ending up in the rivers and everything else. So, but the leadership speaks on Fridays and the the man who's the the president of Thailand is making some moves on cleaning things up and turning this all around. And so right now uh, I'm very healthy. If I'm having a problem with water, I don't know it. Um, Mm -hmm. I do a lot of, you know, like I say, every Monday is cleansing and detoxing for me. And every day of the week, I'm always doing something. Mm-hmm. I, uh, now, uh, did you say what? you're having to buy you're having to buy water for your home? Yes, we buy our water filtered from somebody we know who does the filtering themselves. So we're, okay. you know, we okay. trust in what we're getting, and then we want to refilter uh, as, as well. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that, double okay. filtering it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish we had the... Uh, there are a lot of things you can't get as easily as you can in the USA. It's stores mm-hmm. are full. I mean, they have a lot of wonderful products, but still, you can't... Mm-hmm. The choice is not as strong. Mm-hmm. Well, the world is definitely in a water crisis, and our politicians you know. and leaders didn't get serious about it, 
somebody's got to get serious about it, and that's what I've done. Uh, the Power of Water radio talk show worldwide is to get people involved and getting better educated about what the problems are. And uh, we can't live without water. And the water vapor of the air we're breathing has to have fresh water on the surface of the planet to be able to be healthy. So between the surface water on the planet, the water vapor living with the surface water, and the surface water living with water vapor, our bodies have to live with that water vapor, and we have to drink water. So the symptoms of disease are going to be out of control, as they are, if we don't do something about it. But we're out of time, and and if people want to find you on the Internet, how do they find you? TheHerbProf.com. 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 That's me, TheHerbProf.com. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. I want to thank you for taking the time and being up so late. I wish you well with your what you're doing, and uh, we hope you will be well. I hope the same for you, Sharon. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure and a lot of fun. I enjoyed every, every bit of this. Thank you. You be, you be safe. Thank you. Be well. You too, Sharon. Bye. Thank you. Again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, in Thailand, it sounds like they're having to buy water and uh, from a source that has filtered water because it's not a, as safe as, as we might think. And around the world, as we're learning, that bottled water and the water to drink is having to be purchased in countries all over the world. Uh, Bonnie always, my secretary, does some uh, search on the Internet for me. And today I found one, uh, how a new source of water is helping reduce the conflict in the Middle East. The Middle East is going through no end of many years of problems with water. The other one is she found the desalination causing of water causing some health problems in Israel, and that makes sense to me, that desalination of the water would cause some problems worldwide, whoever's doing that. Then search on Facebook, uh, I Care About Water. I want to thank you for listening. Embrace your life. Every moment, but somebody else's too. It's their special moment of breath. But don't forget, Earth is whispering. Don't say goodbye. Leave something of yourself behind for all those children in the world to know that you cared. I want to thank you for listening to the Power of Water radio talk show. We really have appreciated it for over 10 years. You have a nice day, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Thank you. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 